welcome back to show me what i've been missing your pop culture podcast that says hey remember that thing i'm one of your hosts elizabeth stanton with me is my other host chris mack what's up guys and uh despite what we spent the prep early before podcast time talking about which was all about craig ferguson i just wanted to bring yes. it up one last time because i can <laughs> and we just Absolutely. we are we are a craig ferguson household collectively both of us we're correct craig ferguson for life like the movie fear i'm gonna go craig forever no, cf for life c for craig for life um no the show we're actually talking about is sex in the city mm-hmm. i've seen it way too many times chris has seen it not at all or very very little of it um and we are we're at the end of season five it's a little short season a little short, short oh season. this was the last episode yeah. wasn't it oh mm-hmm. shit i didn't even mm-hmm. is that but it really feel like a they kind of make it feel like a season finale it so feel like it like because well i mean yes in the sense of like as far as leaving you on the like what's gonna happen next yes yeah. they did leave cliffhangers but it feels but it also feels like the same kind of level of cliffhangers they kind of leave in previous episodes where it's like yeah, oh, yeah. what's gonna happen it's gonna happen to these ladies next you know mm-hmm. yeah anyway um yes. i think the idea was the questions are bigger but yeah it's a little eight episode season because yes. sarah jessica parker was pregnant uh and i, I did notice did i did time, notice huh? in this episode because you made me think about it and like that that dress she wore at the wedding yeah for sure was like hiding a baby bump. like you can't see the baby bump, but you, that's a definitely it's like a intended, hide a baby yeah. bump type dress for sure mm-hmm. yeah yeah 100 um and then we'll we'll get to season six A and six B, but really it should just be six and seven. But whatever. I I hate oh the are they two like complete almost different seasons? No, I mean they're all one. It's all one giant season technically. But I'm okay. like, if you just if you're gonna call it six A and six B, just do six and seven. But like, I think we went into depth a while ago. It's a whole like residual sneaky BS thing that I pay people basically. Well, first of all, let's just mark this journey that we've been on as a, <laughs> as a, as a podcast team. Because season six is the last season. This is, we're, we're heading into the final season, buddy. Man, that's crazy. That's crazy. It's, as, I mean, I'm still remembering episode one right now. And I'm yeah. just like, man, it seemed like season six was so far away. It did, yeah. And then, like, here we are. We're about to, we're about to, we're about, you know, our next episode, we're shooting. Popping right onto that. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But then there's the revival. And the movies. This is true. This is true. <laughs> we can true. keep this it going true. forever, Chris. Forever. 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 <laughs> yeah. Sweet. So uh, let's get into this one. First of all, one. who do you want to start with? Well, we just, I mean, honestly, everybody's, everybody's story is kind of connected, right? Yeah. Every, yeah. For once, everyone's kind of all together. Uh, I just want to mentioned at the top of the episode we see nathan lane because i oh, fucking yeah. love nathan lane always a win the birdcage was my favorite movie of all time mm-hmm. or one of them, my favorite movies of all time and him in it was fantastic so he's they're so great i just i do love watching it like it's funny because i feel like it's gotten some you know like hindsight like oh maybe this wasn't as you know, prog- but for the time, it was pretty damn progressive. Oh, yeah, super progressive for the time. I mean, this was, we're talking like mid-90s. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, this is, these are topics that we're still even 
having yeah. conversations about today. You know what I mean? So yeah. that movie was definitely ahead of its time for sure. Because people are still flipping out about like two, how can two men raise a, a kid? And they do. Right. I, one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie actually is the morning after um, Val comes is, is first back mm-hmm. and they're all in the kitchen. Every, there's getting breakfast, reading paper, uh, like Nathan Lane's character is like doing laundry for for Val, and yeah. it's so homey and cozy that I'm like, you gotta be a fucking monster if you think like it, that well, shit can't. That's work. the weird thing, right? Because like even because like back then it didn't even seem like it was like trying to make a statement. It was just no, movie. that's you know what I mean. Like yeah. now you see uh, that in the show, and it's like it's trying to make a statement. Yeah. It's trying to like get people to to you know open their minds but it's like that was just a movie that was just like a mm-hmm. family enjoying breakfast together. yeah and like and you know part of the argument is like well you know some of the the gayness is treated as a joke as a punchline because like nathan lane's character is so f- flamboyant sure and it's sure. treated as a punchline and like is that fair is that not i'm not the one to decide because i'm not a member of that community that's but how i, I kind of roll I mean, with stuff like that yeah, maybe, but it was also a comedy, so there yeah. had to be some, mm-hmm. you know. What you I mean? gotta because, go big, because yeah, you, if you're gonna say that, if you're gonna say that about that movie, then you could probably say that some of the things that happened in Mrs. Doubtfire was very offensive. Yeah, and and, yeah. and, and then listen, and it's there are some things. Movie. Yeah, it's a <laughs> it's a wild fucking movie. It's so, so like, it there are so some things. It's a wild movie, yeah. so like you can, but it's like it's just you know. It's, it's it's it is still a comedy, so like you gotta get yeah. you gotta gotta give a little wiggle room because when it comes to comedy, you can't be PC the entire time because comedy mm-hmm. itself is not PC yeah. all the time. But it's still it's it is like such a it's such a like a ten there's like such a little tender heart at the center of that movie like that yeah. family scene huge and yeah. even the scene where um, he and Rob Williams are like sitting on the bench together and he's and they they're not able to be married or really do like a couple's thing you know as far as the government or taxes or whatever concerned yeah. he signs over half the the birdcage to uh albert that's his character yeah. nathan lane's character and it's like such a big gesture and it's just done with the two of them on the bench it's so good it's yeah. just a good damn and i'm gonna go watch the birdcage after yeah. this <laughs> good movie i saw it for the first time like two years ago and i was like why have i never seen you this have before? never seen it before yeah yeah oh, wow. uh uh, an acquaintance of mine was telling me about it and I was like I've never seen this what are you talking about she's like you never seen the birdcage and I wow. watched it and I was like I've never seen the birdcage yeah <laughs> it's good though yeah yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah it immediately became one of like my one of like my top 10 movies yeah. after I saw it so I was like that's a good movie and it's also and sorry like the other one of my other favorite trivia things about it is they originally wanted Rob Williams to play Albert you know play the bigger personality and he was like mm-hmm. I kind of want to switch it up and I didn't want to do something different so he's yeah Armand the quiet he's well, you know, lower yeah, energy, more reserved, yeah, more reserved compared to Nathan Lane as Albert, and it's such a great shift. And you still get Rob Williams, you know, he's, yeah. but he's, you know, as everybody knows, the like, you're the history of dance thing. You're, you know, Martha Graham, Martha Graham, right. Madonna, Madonna, but you keep it all inside. Like <laughs> everybody knows that part, and that's big. But like, he's 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 so toned down compared. Yeah, to, and it's, it's such a great, and it's a great use of him because it's yeah. it's pushing him in a different direction. Absolutely. And like it's not like he wasn't a talented actor that could yeah. do I mean he showed Julia us Julia trained, baby. Yeah, like he did, he did he showed us throughout the years how good he really was. So yeah. And nobody no one's hating. Nope. Uh but ba- yes, but back to the show. 
Yes, yeah, so Nathan Lane is playing. Uh, he's a, a piano man, essentially. Yeah, like a piano bar thing. Yeah. Like, uh, lounge act. Yeah, of? you would say that. Yeah, it's I like a piano say, lounge. Yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a piano lounge. Yeah, it's like a. Yeah. But it's it, to me, it's more like a uh, like a howl at the moon type of yeah, uh, piano yeah, lounge. Yeah. You know, it's like because he's like making little quips and jokes mm-hmm. and things of that nature. He's like interacting with the audience and, yeah. and you know making fun of you know things that are happening around him and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So. It's not, I wouldn't, it's not so much lounge, it's like a piano bar-ish, but yes. lounge feel. It's like an old school lounge feel, yeah. but piano bar uh, treatment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the, so our, our girls are there. Um, and I know his character name is Bobby Fine. I'm just going to call him Nathan Lane this whole time. It's fine. It's, it's Nathan fine. Lane. He's it's Nathan fine. Lane. Um, and so he does this performance and he gives Carrie a shout out because they've known each other like a long time, kind of off. Yeah. Uh, friends but like not super tight you know like, yeah like they kind of joke it's like celebrity friends like they know each other and are yeah friendly, they just like, like been about town yeah, yeah they know each other from being around town um and so uh, nights. yeah exactly they're cashing up at the table i love charlotte being slow on the uptake and he makes like a joke about cats and she's like i love cats <laughs> and then she tries to like backpedal and he's like <laughs> it's all jokes it's fine <laughs> Dude, and you know what it that makes that joke was uh, it's even better now because you know movie. well yes it, because like you know cats when it was on broadway was like a big hit and then after it kind of got out broadway people were like, was that really a good play no, did we really enjoy not. this and it's like it's actually not and now it's even better like to hear that joke kind of play yeah. out because like you said the movie came out and it was also awful apparently yeah. i didn't watch it i did i went to that movie and it was bad and it should feel bad it was oh, so bad oh my god it's just like the cgi is so weird you know um it it, it is just a weird show to begin with like yeah just out the gate yeah you know the concept is so strange um and then just the the performances and the look of everything uh utterly bizarre all around i did love skimble shanks the railway cat and i like the magical mr mistopheles guy um because that was funny once his song got going everyone in the theater i was at was like we're here to make fun of this movie like as a group like you know uh-huh. each individual like in the theater was like no we're all here because this is bad we we decided to to come have a good laugh and we did i wish i had been on drugs um but the <laughs> magical mr mistopheles song gets going and it's like a repeating chorus thing yeah. and by the time like the like you know once everybody got the like rhythm of it people were like waving their arms back and forth and had cell phone lights on you know like lighters in the theater nice. and like sing along it was great <laughs> nice 10 out of 10 movie yeah. theater experience. Horrible I mean, movie. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's why I was like, that joke is even funnier because, like, yeah, I mean, you can like resonate yeah. with that now because, like, it kind of got like a re- or an attempt at a revamp and it just didn't go well at all. Yeah. There's lots of, I, I mean, we do not have to get into Cat's discourse at all. No, no, no. no, um, no. But there's like arguments to be made about why it's as bad or stupid as people make it out to be. And I'm like, I'm sorry. It's still one of my fa- real fast, one of my favorite SNL sketches was um from like the mid to late 90s 
and it was like behind the scenes at cats the cats ran for so long on broadway you know it's just yeah it's so routine yeah so they were doing it was like behind the scenes at cats so it was everybody's miserable but there was one new guy whoever the guest host was who was right. like excited to be there <laughs> and so like he's all excited to be a cat i think it was like yeah. james vanderbeek or something like that so he's like pumped to be in cats and be a cat and everybody else is like you know like oh, shut the you know shut yeah. the fuck up like no one yeah. <laughs> no one wants to be there there because it's just a job at this point and no one's excited about it it was so funny dude uh vanderbeek it's hidden gem in comedy that guy's hilarious he is funny he's very funny anyway back to our show sorry i'm good i keep digressing real hard it's fine like, it's fine we're only a few minutes into this anywho um yes well this so, episode's kind of short anyway so like there's that much like to talk about so you know we can fill up the time a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, yeah, little, so, um, yes. Oh, yeah. So then we find out that Nathan Lane is getting, he's like, okay, so to be, to, 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 to address perspective, the, yeah, everyone thinks he's gay. Yeah, everyone thinks he's gay. He's like this very flamboyant dude. You know, mm-hmm. he's, 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 I mean, he just seems like a, I mean, he is what is stereotypically, a down. yeah. Yes. He is a what is stereotypically down gay interests, gay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. to to their to their discredit no one ever says hey remember when he like dated somebody or anything like right. that like yeah he never i mean no, and, and also too remember we like him and carrie don't actually know, know each, each other like they've known way. each other around town like because he yeah. mentions uh he's like oh we've known each other since you know stanford had hair you know yeah so he talks about since it, like but, the late 80s maybe yeah they've known each other for a while yeah. but they don't really know it's not like mm-hmm. they, they're not close friends like like her yeah. and samantha or you know mm-hmm. anything like that so and uh, everybody and this whole time everyone has just assumed he's gay now that's kind of a ding on everybody because yes you know, but also he did say some things that was like all right you should later in the episode he says it, some things that no, make you go oh, even it, oh even yeah even in, in, the, the, in yeah. the conversation because like you know uh carrie says that he was the one of the first ones to invest in the chorus line yeah, what, yeah. Straight, what straight man knows about chorus line i only know mm. chorus line because i went to art school that's always why i know chorus line I'm forced to watch it because i had to take a dance class that was it i, I never went to art school I maybe you're just cultured maybe he's just cultured you stop yes. it <laughs> hey, hey. you stop but... it right now you stop it <laughs> But yes, this is, he is what, uh, if you were to bump into him on the street and talk to him for 30 seconds, you would, you would assume. Yeah, I think most people, I think even, because even. Uh, even Stanford uh, thinks he's gay. Well, his Stanford's boyfriend was like, yeah. you, sure? you sure he's yeah, getting yeah, married yeah, to a yeah. woman? What's going on? <laughs> but sure enough, he is in fact getting married to uh, one of my favorite character names of all time, Bitsy Von Muffling. Great great name such a new york like old old money honestly yeah. like a new york kind of old money sounding name yeah Bitsy also a very so good, good name to make a a lot of great jokes off of which yeah. they definitely did throughout this entire show which i loved it yeah um and uh and so the the happy couple walks away it is an unusual coupling it's not who it's they're not who you think would be paired together right because she seems a little bit older than him right she's a little bit older yeah yeah. although that could just be again we could be judging we have no idea well no because i she just i mean as far as physical appearance she just looks older than him like i mean he looks like he's in his mid-30s maybe pushing late 30s and she looks like she's like early 50s at least you know yeah Oh, I, I assumed 40s, but like, yeah, there's at least like a 10 year age gap. Yeah, um, something working there. Uh, she's like, she's taller, he's shorter, and yeah. that, that matters, but no. you know, it's just they, they make what would, in most eyes, most judgmental eyes, be considered an unusual. Well, that's, and that's what I thought. I was like, I was even kind of laughing because, you know, 
if you noticed throughout the entire conversation, the only person that kind of wasn't judging their relationship was Charlotte. And you know why she wasn't judging. Yeah, we know why Charlotte wasn't. We'll get to that in a second. I realized that. I was like, she, like after watching the episode, I was like, oh. Yeah. I noticed Charlotte was very unusually quiet in this. <laughs> and I thought about it, like maybe because you know, she was kind of getting you know, the, the little jabby jazz and the jokes yeah. for everybody because she was kind of late to the, the, the draw. But like, I, I realized that wasn't the reason. Yeah. <laughs> because, well, they, they joke like, oh, he has no follow through. He's not going to, they're not going to go through the sweating. But then sure enough, right. they get the invitation and yes. they're at brunch talking about it. And uh, Miranda's annoyed that they say they're in love because the, the assumption is also, and, and to be 100% fair, mm-hmm. like if he was gay, he may still not wanted to have come out for who knows how many reasons that's very personal there's which is yeah i mean that no yeah you're right about that because but i was like man that's it's kind of strange because you would think in a place like where he's at in the in the setting and city yeah. he's in he would be very okay with that because it seems to not matter right you know? but it's you know it still changes things but for it could people. be a family thing too. it could like, be family family thing, thing or something like that you know could, you know you don't know someone's business so that's, yeah, yeah that's very so, true that's very true. uh so they they Miranda's like, why lie and say you're in love? Just say you want the companionship, um, which is not unheard. You know, sometimes people get married for companionship. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you love too. Or lust. No, because here's my thing too. I, I was gonna ask. Okay, so yes, companionship and love are two reasons to get married. But can you not have? Can you get get married for both of those reasons? Because doesn't I yeah. mean doesn't doesn't eventually love kind of turn into just companionship? after a while in a way in some areas yeah it's not quite yeah and uh, you know because they're also talking about like i think carrie kind of ponders it later like you know is it a good strategy to marry a friend it's like you gotta marry someone you're gonna want to live with yeah forever right exactly (laughs) like yeah like because again too like you know and that's not a bad thing to find you want to find someone you would like to live with right because you know because how do we know? Because, like, honestly, too, man, like, it's always so weird because, like, people say we get married for love, but, like, I feel like, to me, honestly, it's a stage, right? You know, mm-hmm. maybe you get a little lust, and then yeah, that lust yeah. kind of turns into love, and then that love kind of turns into just companionship, mm-hmm. and you still have feelings for each other. Like, obviously, yeah. you know, still, you know, have sex and things of that nature, still are a couple, but, like, I think the companionship becomes the, the stability of the relationship over, mm-hmm. like, all yeah. the emotion of it, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, I think it's you know, because like the way, not necessarily the way they were saying it in this episode, but you know, the way Miranda kind of phrased it, she made it seem like, you know, you can only get love for, you can only get married for love or companionship, but you can't have both. Yeah. But I think that that's not fair because I think ideally you have both. Oh, like, yeah. But like you said, at different stages, like yeah, I think there is the sort of like romantic butterfly, yeah. like you know, almost initial thing. And people don't like the word settle, but I think you do settle into like a, a comfort zone. And it's strange because people are always like, oh, you want to like reinvigorate the relationship. And you can. And, and you, you can and you should. But yeah, like I, I think, you know, I don't think it has to be like, you're in love forever. And it's a right. fairy tale. And it shouldn't have to be like a, a a requirement in the sense of like, if you're trying to revamp it, like, like you said, you should be married to somebody that you actually fucking like. like yeah. Fuck oh. all the love shit. Fuck all the feeling shit. Like, can I stand being around this person? Like, if they're just sitting next to me, not not saying anything, can mm-hmm. I stand being around this person? Yeah, period. comfortable silence and all that. Nothing yeah. drives me crazier than 
like reading or watching things where people are like, I fucking hate my partner. And I'm like, then why right. did you fucking marry them? Right. Like, like if you don't like them, get divorced or don't marry them or whatever. Cause I, I just think that's terrible for everybody involved, especially if you have kids and you're like, I don't sure. like my partner, like for yeah. whatever, you know. Yeah, no, I just get it. Totally. The, the, like, can you find things annoying? Can you be met, angered by them? Oh, yeah, of course. course. Right. Oh, of course. Yeah. That is, like, it's you... not all blissful. And I think that's, a, I think that's another thing that two people get kind of confused when it comes to marriage. Is I think yeah. it's going to be like, just, just all bliss. Like this person, like you're just going to find somebody that's just so necessarily perfect for you that like every mm. little thing that they do is never going to annoy you like mm. you're never going to like you know have any, no no corner of animosity towards each other yeah. at all and it's like that's not human beings man like yeah that's that's yeah you get ang- you get angry you get annoyed you know yeah. you, but you got to work it out you got to communicate right fix it. you can't right. let it fester and be a correct horrible thing but like you shouldn't not like them like i just don't like i don't understand you know getting married and then being like i don't like my i mean things change no things can change but, but i think a lot of times it, it I, I don't think but i really, feel like people sometimes marry people they don't fucking like that's what i'm saying yeah i was like i don't think i don't think it really changes necessarily i think sometimes i think some people just either get married because they think that's just like what they're supposed to do like yeah that, like, well, we've been together for so long we're just supposed mm-hmm. to do that even though like they probably should have broke up a long time ago yeah, but they yeah. still end up just getting married anyway because they decided to just stay together uh because that, that's to me i think there's no way if you love somebody truly love somebody before you got married to them then i think just naturally you have an inkling to want to fix things if they start to go bad so mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. i just don't think that it, it, you just stop liking somebody yeah, yeah i think you just never liked them in the first place mm-hmm. and you were just thinking well i'm at a certain age or we've been together this long so we might as well just you know get married yeah and yeah. that's what changes is because you just in the sense of a lack of better words you settled yeah and yeah. that's the bad kind of settling where yes. you just are like because you know i think we've talked about like the show is so hard on like you timelines like they're they're all like i'm in my 30s and if i don't get married by 35 36 yeah. 37 whatever uh it's all over it's all over and it's like no maybe you just don't you know you just haven't found a person yeah. I don't love the phrase like your person, but I mean, I guess it fits, you know, it's like you haven't found your person, you know, yeah. like you're, you haven't found the, the person you want to be with. And I, I think that's so, like, did Trey and Charlotte love each other? Yeah, yeah. I think they did, but they didn't like each other. No, and it didn't so. work out, you know? Yeah, that's my thing too. It's like, yeah, it's a perfect example. I don't think that they actually liked each other. I think that they, they saw each other as, they fit these boxes. Yeah. So we should be we should be together. Like mm-hmm. you know, said person comes from an upstanding family. I come from an upstanding yeah. family. We have the same values. Mm-hmm. But there was no real attraction there. I think I think the the physical attraction died at like the very beginning of the yeah. Race. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, you know, like I said, like I don't think, you know, I think Trey care or if not love, they at least care for each other. Yes. You know, Trey certainly cares for Charlotte. Trey cared for Charlotte enough to be like, this marriage went bad. I want her to have that apartment. Yep. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And and the same thing where where she's like, she cared for Trey, but she knew it wasn't going to work out. And he had the whole mom thing too. But like, but she still cared for Trey, the person. Right. And, and, but they didn't ultimately like each other because they only barely knew each other, if you really think. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah, they were only getting what 
like six to eight months before they got married or some something shit like nuts that. like that yeah. yeah so it's like all told like two to three years of like yeah. time maybe and yeah. that's i might be tacking on way more you might be it might have been like a year and a half it might be like a year i and think half. two is the max might be max i was there two mm-hmm. might be max for sure yeah anyway but speaking of um charlotte while they're at the brunch talking about the wedding she confesses yeah that she is sort of seeing someone and she's like he's not my type type he's bull he's short he talks with his mouth full and he doesn't and she doesn't even want to be seen in public with him but she's like but the sex is really good and i like him yeah (laughs) see that i was like yeah the way because like here's my thing too man i i know this much about women if you don't really like the person that you're with you ain't telling nobody yeah that shit nobody finds out not even your closest friend maybe 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 like your bestest friend, like mm-hmm. the, your best friend, but you're not gonna share it with the group. But you may share it with one of them in the group. Like if she had just told maybe Carrie or something like that, yeah. I could I would be like, I right, she don't really like him. She just it's about the sex. But when she told the whole group, I was like, oh, she likes him. She likes she you. Likes like him. Him. You <laughs> like him. <laughs> she likes him. Uh, yeah, because yeah, like even too right, because like you know they're talking about you know. Uh, the ladies are talking about going to the wedding or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And later, you know, smash cut to yeah. them hanging out after clearly they had sex. and like yeah. eat Eating pizza. in bed, too. Yeah. Uh. Eat, eat Dude, you know Charlotte don't eat in bed. You know Charlotte ain't the type of girl that eats in bed. Mm-hmm. And she's letting this man eat greasy, greasy pizza, pizza in her mm-hmm. bed, son. And he kissed her with a greasy mouth. She was like, and oh, she's like, like, stop. She's stop like, stop it. Oh, stop it. She oh doesn't stop it, though. She lets it happen. Yeah, <laughs> my boy. Yeah. But she, uh, you know, let's see. So he he happens to have been invited to that wedding. She, he yeah. knows, like, Bitsy, I think, or something like that. Yeah. And um, But she's like, I don't want to go. Because I first she's like, I'm worried about swimsuit season because it's right. summer. And he's like, Pullies, you're yeah. hot. Yeah, don't even try that shit yeah. with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He knew um, she was bullshit. She's like, girl, look at you. You know what you look like. Yeah. You fucking go running every day. Stop lying, right? And so <laughs> then she goes, uh, "It's your hairy back. You should wax it." And he's like, "I will wax my back if you come to the wedding with me." And she goes, "Okay, fine." They they make a, a deal, which I think was a bad choice. <laughs> it, it turns out to be a bad choice, but real quick, um, I want to bring this up because Carrie yeah. says it at the brunch, and then when she's doing her little fake writing, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's weird though, right? You because honestly, I no, I, I to be to be fair, I'm gonna give her a little bit of credit. Because I would have thought that, like, after she wrote this book and became a bestseller, that she would, like, quit the column job and just, like, mm-hmm. you know, t- call herself an author. But she's still sticking she's to the still column. Still in the so I'm going to give her credit for that. For still, like, she's like, she knows who the fuck she is. She's like, I'm not a, I'm not a writer. I'm a, I write a column. You know what I mean? That's what I do. Fair, fair. Um, well, she's writing it and she says the phrase at uh, brunch as well. She's basically referring to the butterfly feeling you get, like, where you're giddy yeah. and happy. The but Zaza. she calls it the Zaza Zoo. It is the most forced, like, stupid catchphrase this show has ever tried to do. (laughs) And what kills me, what kills me about it. (laughs) You hate this, you hate this phrase. I I thought I didn't like it. You hate this phrase. 
it is grotesque to you. You do it's, not like it. It's so stupid. It's it's something no one has ever said. No, I've or, never heard it. Or it's not like it's from nowhere. It's the and I and I was thinking about it because like I know the show had like put other things in like the pop culture like lexicon of mm-hmm. how thing like Manolo's like people know what the shoe is and all uh-huh. that kind of stuff. So it's done stuff like that. This feels like, I don't know if they were like, we're only doing eight episodes this season. We don't got time to see what naturally occurs as like a catchphrase pop culture touchstone. Yeah. Somebody write a stupid thing into that you mean butterflies, but you're going to say something fucking dumb <laughs> instead. And they'll go with Zaza Zoo. I want to be clear. It's such a dumb, stupid phrase that they don't even close the episode with it. And they're building to a whole point about like, you yeah, know, you wanted yeah. to have the butterflies and having yeah. it be a thing, and they call it butterflies. They don't even call it Zaza Zoo in the last line. Right, and that's it's the true. stupidest thing in the world. Oh, that's very funny. I didn't, I did not notice that. But you, now that you said it out loud, they never. Yeah, they say. I think they say it a few it, more times. But yeah, the, uh, the and they make fun of it even. Uh, yeah, and within the episode, Miranda yeah. makes fun of it. Yeah, because like it's like, what do you do when you don't have butterflies? You got Zaza at you, (laughs) you know. I think it's like it's obviously an easy thing to pun, but you know, without giving anything away for the following season, this just to me shows like the show killer organically generate like this kind of pop culture Mm -hmm. phrase that is is going to this day. The show generated. He's just not that into you. Is that right? Yeah, I think that or, or or kind of they coincided because. A writer on the show is a comedian guy. I think did he write the book before or after the show? But it was a dating advice book. And they so we got the movie and everything, you know, the the mm-hmm. that has like mm-hmm. everybody in it and, and whatnot, which actually I kind of like yeah. the movie. It's a pretty good little movie. I do too. I see yeah. I love Justin Long. Justin Long's the shit. I think it got like everyone was like wrote it off. It's actually quite a trick. I, I might watch movie. that tonight. Damn. Yeah, I might watch that tonight. It's, it airs on E and or Bravo all the fucking time oh i bet that's oh that's that's a hundred percent e movie what are you talking about almost bravo almost like every sunday morning for a hot minute it would be on and it would be the perfect like i'm waking up i'm making breakfast i'm going about my chores and uh, stuff it was it's a great movie for that um and it's just a good little movie in general also crazy stupid love is a great movie yeah um, but I don't want to, because there is a whole episode dedicated to yes. it, he's just not that into you, I won't go too deep into it. But yeah. just, my point is that the show can naturally generate that stuff. Mm-hmm. This was so forced, it's maddening. Yeah, because it, it was almost as if, uh, like, it's like, you know, they came up, you know, they're writing the season, it's like, they realized, like, oh, shit, we don't have, like, a catchphrase for the season. Like, we don't Basically, have yeah. to 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 kind of, like, mark the season as. So mm-hmm. they came up with Zaza Zoo, and it just yeah. didn't, it didn't work. It didn't work. Okay. So nice try. So yeah. he only had a he only had a episodes, you know. It so can't all be short of a short window, and yeah, you yeah. missed it. You missed it. <laughs> can't force the window open either. Right. Um. So, so they anyway. all talk about going to the the wedding. They're all yeah. Like, Samantha's okay. going to throw a party because she wants like basically compensation for being dumped by Richard. Because she jokes like, "I can't believe we're going to a wedding in the Hamptons." With nowhere to stay, I should have at least held out till after Labor Day to break up with Richard because he has a Hamptons house. And that's, yeah, you know that's where to go. But then she calls him up and she's like, "I am going to your house in the Hamptons. I'm throwing a party there. You owe me this." Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> uh, yeah. I guess he lets it happen because she's never stopped by anybody. I mean, they're the bimbo girls coming to play. We'll get into them, but. 
as far as like secure get into that not into them sorry <laughs> <laughs> That's it was, it was almost another version of business you know you try to you try to be slick there elizabeth i caught you in your business all right i got you yeah you tried to you try to slide one in there but i got you no business like hoe business <laughs> <laughs> And that's how we ended. All right. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I, yeah, I kind of had a little bit of a beef with that. No like, one stopped. Yeah, it's weird. I just like I don't know. Like I don't know how I felt about. Like clearly, this was just a thing, just a plot convenience it's a plot to get out there yeah. to to get him to the Hamptons. But uh, and, yeah. and kudos to Richard. You know, what I mean, as a even though he wasn't seen or anything, like mm-hmm. actually saying yes to this or whatever. But kudos to him to just be like. Yeah, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Like, use it. You know. What he's, I mean? but, he's like, I'll just go to my other Hamptons house. Probably. Right. Like, <laughs> honestly, yeah. I was like, I was like, to be honest with you, it's like, I was upset about her doing that. I was like, man, that's like, what are you doing, man? That's not you. Like, that's mad petty or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I was just like, also, that's like a baller move on hit Richard's part. Just like, yeah, whatever. Use my house. Like, I got yeah. money. Like, see if I give a fuck. See if I give a fuck. Yeah. See if I give a fuck. Like, what are you? Yeah. What are you gonna do? You can burn the motherfucker down. I got insurance. Like, let's go. Like, yeah. That's like, that just kind of lets you know how much money this guy has. That yeah. we're like. Somebody's like, I'm using your Hampton house. And he's like, bitch, I'll leave the keys under the rug. But yeah. What? <laughs> Don't care. Use Don't it. give a Stay there all you want. Yeah. Lock lock it on your way out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. And then Miranda gets, this is all before they're, we got to make one last stop before yes. they hit the road. For yes, the yes, 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 yes. Miranda gets home to Steve and the baby napping. Yes. And she's super tired too. And she lies down next to him. And he brought flowers, these nice lilacs from a garden nearby. Not okay. like a big, not like a big gesture thing, but no, just like a, a nice little, little, yeah. little sprig of them. And they're very pretty. Yeah. I do like them. Uh, yeah, I was gonna ask you. Lilacs smell good. I, mean, I don't think I've ever actually. Yeah, they're very, they're you know floral, obviously, but like okay. they're they're people grow them like in front of their doorways all the time. Like, yeah. Um, I, we used to have a lilac bush actually in my backyard. They're um right. they're just a nice flower to have around okay it's yeah i i do prefer like lavender if i'm honest but like lilacs like a nice floral alternative scent. yeah yeah okay yeah well um, apparently that did the trick because because boom they like, were kissing and then yeah. they fucked <laughs> yeah you know with what the I baby was, in the room though apparently. i was kind of, well i mean listen she couldn't do it with the the guy from before but i mean right she could at least do it with the guy the that's the father yeah. yeah and i was gonna wonder i was like man because i was kind of waiting for this to kind of happen i was like at some point they're gonna like hook up like yeah like it mm-hmm. almost she's gonna get pregnant again i'm just kidding oh doesn't happen doesn't happen okay i was like whoa don't 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 hit me with that don't don't Uh, give me don't hit me with that like (laughs) come on um no but it's like i was wondering because like even in real life if you're it's like almost inevitable because she's not in a relationship he's not in a relationship and you got two single parents that are always Mm -hmm. around this kid and stuff like that and then like you're kind of connected in this way biologically that you you know, can't really like fight. So like at yeah. some point you kind of backslide almost every time. Mm-hmm. Like even in like, like I said, even in real life, I've heard this over and over again. It's like, yeah. I need to have sex with my baby daddy, but like I did, like <laughs> you almost like, can't help it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was waiting for that to happen. I was like, when is this? When is this gonna... I thought it was gonna be next season, but we got it in mm-hmm. this one. So yeah, so they're on the road and, and pulled over having some lunch and Miranda, you know, confesses that to Carrie because she's, she is Carrie's plus one, by the way. Um, and she's oh, yeah, like- that's right she's like you know not having sex is like the only thing holding their relationship together and so now it's gonna be all 
complicated. Yeah, I was, I was thinking that too. I was like, man, this is going to complicate things because Steve definitely, I feel like after they had sex, he's probably thinking, oh, we're going to be together. We're going to be, be together. Yeah. We're, we're going to be a family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she definitely fucked up on that one. I, I, I would definitely agree with that. And Samantha's planning the party and she doesn't want baby Brady to come, but there's no one to watch him. So just keep that in mind. But that's not really that okay. That, but also, I don't blame thing. her for not wanting her. No, don't party. either. I don't either. But also, like, we're like, it's kind of too late to really ask that. With it, yeah, like, <laughs> you're halfway to the Hamptons already. Where and you probably should have said, Hey, Miranda, can you arrange for Steve to watch right. Brady for the weekend? Because we're going to this wedding in the Hamptons. Well, she and, just said no because she just slept with him, so it would have happened. Anyway, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah that's a deleted scene. Yeah, where she's yeah. like, "No, I gotta run, and I'm taking the baby with me because I don't right. want." <laughs> yeah, uh, but what? But something more interesting happens at this little roadside hot dog stand. Tell us Ooh, about it. Who should pull up on a motorcycle but one Mr. Jack Berger, who you may recall a couple episodes ago. Yeah, and she is just as surprised to see him as we are, and she's Blows like, "Well, Harley for." some weird reason well he's he explains that she's like i didn't think you were a motorcycle guy he's like i didn't think i was either until my breakup dun, dun, dun. and they're all cute and flirty again with the jokes and the banter and carrie invites him to samantha's party he has a house in the hamptons too hot damn so yeah and he's just a photographer right no he's a writer author oh that's right yeah that's how they yeah. did yeah that's right that's yeah. right that's right yeah that's right I also suspect yeah. family money, but just about that's what I was, that's what I was, I was gonna say. Yeah, I was gonna say it must be family money because I mean, yeah. as far as they they didn't make him out to seem like he was just like a super successful writer, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. because I figured, I think to have a house at the Hamptons, you got to be like yeah, really. Rowling's money, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, as a yeah. writer, yeah. But that's my suspicion. Um, I may be wrong because of a plot point later in the next season, but I won't bring yeah. it up now. Okay. okay. Um, but Carrie's got. Zazazoo, big time. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. It's so stupid. I can't. I can't. You can't make me like it. No one's gonna make me like it. I can't do it. <laughs> So dumb. I love it now just because it, it fills you with such hate. <laughs> oh, much rage. Oh my God. I was turning oh. beet red in the last episode because oh. you were making me laugh, and now I'm turning beet red in this episode because <laughs> I'm fucking furious at the dumbest phrase I've ever heard in my life. Oh my gosh. Oh man. Oh my God. Anyway. Oh man, that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you hate it so much. Now it's my new fan. I'm never not saying it now. <laughs> Fills me with rage. Oh man, but she doesn't. But she does have him. She's all like, she does. She's yeah. She's deep Smith. Deep Smith. Deep in the Smith. Um. So Samantha is setting her party up when these three young ladies, if you can call them that, pull up. Yeah. (laughs) Convertible. And Richard told them they could use the house whenever they want, and they just ignore Samantha. Now see. Okay. Because I, I was wondering that, I was like, okay, because I'm assuming this is something that maybe he had arranged long before. He probably I mean? told them long before, like, anytime you girls want, just go to my house in the hand. Right. That's what I was thinking, because I was like, did he, did, did he do a, a, 
a double back petty where she's yeah, like, I'm just not taking your house and then send these, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. send these women there. Because then I was like, if he did that, also baller we, move. We don't know a lot about him in this episode. That would be yeah. fucking gangster if he, yeah. like, if he got that voicemail and was like, sure, okay. use the yeah. house, Samantha. And then, and then he calmly went to those, those three chicks like, hey, girls, this is a good weekend to go to the Hamptons. Remember, you can use my house whenever you like. You should yeah. go. Yeah, there's going to be a party this weekend in my No, house. no, he doesn't even put the party vibe out. He just puts it in their ear like, you should go to the Hamptons this weekend. Have a nice time. Don't yeah. forget, Or don't forget, you always have access to my house in the Hamptons. Right. You should go. You yeah. should go soon. Yeah. Summer's almost over. It's going to be 70, 70 degrees the whole weekend. Yeah, it's gonna <laughs> weather's going to be beautiful. It's almost yeah. Labor Day. You girls should really go. Right. I kind of wanted to be that cartoon like, villain. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> wanted to be that he sent them out there, you know, and just to fuck with Samantha. Because, like, you know, in a way, if he did do that, she kind of deserved it. Because you just called him up. It's like, I'm going to take your house for the weekend. Go fuck yourself. You know, yeah. like, all right, go ahead. Take my house. But you're also going to deal with the women I've been rebounding with. Mm-hmm. Enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. And these and, are these are not very classy ladies. They're at, no. the, at the party. But it don't matter. You know what matters is? Though what makes it the worst, the biggest dig in the stomach is that they're young. They're young. They're, they're so young. young. They're young. Like They look like they just hit 21. They look like they're his, like, 20-something daughters. Yeah, like, like they gross. just hit 21. Yeah. So... But they take off their 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 top, so I'll be clear because that does pl- come into play. Yes. They're taking off their at this otherwise very fancy, you know, like Hamptons part, you know, pool party. <laughs> Charlotte, that's so inappropriate. It's so inappropriate. <laughs> and but Harry's like making fun of their 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 booty. He kind of keeps calling them tits too, which is just yeah. so aggressive. Like, stop saying tits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's but, the thing, right? The whole time he's being like kind of gross and shit like that. She's loving that. She loves it. She, she loves it. Loves it. She loves it. <laughs> oh, she loves it. She's so, loving. so, but uh, so, but she's like picking on his shirt. He's wearing like kind of a dorky like tiki shirt. Um, and then he takes it off though, per her request, and his waxed back is even grosser than the hairy one it's all red yeah and like inflamed and yeah. i just like i feel bad because i bet that like in real life would be so oh bad. yeah it would suck yes yeah, i hate wax that kind of that kind of shirt that he was wearing because it didn't look like a a Not very breathing. flowy yeah, yeah like a very flowy very type rubbing, of, yeah it looked like it was skin. almost like a, instead of being like a like the like a usual hawaiian shirt it's kind of like flowy and like loose fabric it'd be like it was kind of a thicker tiki Fabric. Like yeah. it was like like almost like it was a, a warming layer rather than a, <laughs> a, you know to try to keep cool yeah. you know uh but then we we jump from them real quick over to bitsy talking to carrie about how great the sex is because apparently she and nathan lane are doing it which everyone was like no way there's no way they're having sex because <laughs> he's gay. everybody's like get the fuck out yeah every, you know everyone's like you know so weird out stanford's like oh okay but his boyfriend marcus shows up and marcus is in little like tiny swim trunks yeah. And Nathan Lane is going on and on and on and on and on about how hot he is. Yeah. And Bitsy's just laughing, having a good time, and they kind of go away and they're all like, you know, don't you think like it's so obvious? Like, uh. but then Marcus, sweet Marcus, just goes, maybe he just makes her laugh. You know, to be fair, that is, he was like the sweetest one of all of them. He's yeah. just like, yeah, maybe I should stop judging. Maybe he's just like, mm-hmm. he makes her laugh. Because, like, to be honest with you, honestly, too. To be fair, mm-hmm. that moment was probably also a straight moment. Because let me, I'm going to tell you right now, 
straight dudes can be very homocentric when it comes to like other dudes' bodies. Like we'll say we'll compliment each other in the mm-hmm. most like homosexualish way, way yeah, and, st- like, oh, and still be straight, but yeah. still be like, yo, man, I would suck your dick. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I've <laughs> seen some, <laughs> some really funny TikToks of like, uh, oh, there's like the guy who like splits logs, sometimes does it with like his legs or whatever. Or there was like, yeah, it's hot. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> um, or like there was something, oh, there was some guy, it's a good looking guy, but he's in like, cons- like a construction jumpsuit and then like they do one of those cool edits and he's like all gq'd out yeah. and then it some guy stitched it with like him kind of watching the video and it says achievement unlocked a little bit gay and he was like yeah oh okay you know because yeah. it's like sorry attractive people are attractive no matter what gender they are yeah so like i'm saying that, that scene necessarily it's wasn't like obviously he's gay you know what i mean because like the jokes that he was making, a straight man could have easily made yeah. jokes like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's just honestly, ambiguous it was like, enough. It was, it was yeah. more, it was more uh, frat humor than I would say, like gay humor. Mm-hmm. To be yeah. honest with you. Um. So then we go back to Charlotte, who's complaining that Harry is eating at the buffet and his back is grossing people out. So put put your shirt back on, and she's he's got sauce on his face, and he's like, whatever. It, you love it and but he's like is there anything i'm gonna do today that won't annoy you <laughs> yeah well she was like yeah she's like why are you eating before we even sit down it's like it's a buffet bitch. everybody eats everybody eats it has a little couple of nipples before you gotta they test sit down. the material at the yeah. buffet you gotta make sure you everybody does good. that even the most uh, hoity-toity people have yeah. a little taste before they sit down yeah also though it's like funny because i was thinking too is is this charlotte's bad boy oh maybe right because everybody has a you know i guess every girl well, says that they dated at least one bad boy and really i mean other than like some of like the, the weirdo she's dated mm-hmm. is this kind of her bad boy like the yeah because like, like she's dated weirdos i don't count that as bad boys like this yeah, is like yeah. the bad boy like the one that she knows she shouldn't be with she shouldn't even be around she shouldn't even be dating him but like yeah. she just can't something about him is like drawing her in you yeah know? yeah He's also, I mean, can we just jump to the end for them real sure, quick? Because sure, sure. he's also sort of forbidden fruit, so to speak, in a way, because he is, uh, he's Jewish and he's like, and I have to marry a Jewish woman. That's like his deal breaker thing. Yeah. But he's like, I don't know what to do though, because I am so madly, madly in love with you. Right. And, um, you know, they joke and it, but it is sort of like a waspy girl like her. It is a quote unquote, a bad boy to date a jewish guy not saying jewish guys or people are bad i want to be no 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 no, no. but like but it's his, his, it's his attitude his way he carries himself he's like a, a bad yeah boy, that's know? better yeah yeah, yeah. but it, it, there's also that layer to it of sort of this cultural uh difference to it a big sure. in, in a way um mm-hmm. which mm, no spoilers but does come into play pretty heavily in oh the it's, it's, al- it's already it's already making a, a factor yeah but no it really 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 impacts things yeah. um i i actually I mean, before we get into the next season i kind of want to look up how people feel about how his jewishness is treated within the show as like a thing like a thing like that'd be interesting because it, it's uh I, I won't go further because i'm gonna spoil it for you i don't want it but yeah um, no, no, no. That's but i'm key i i i Somebody remind me to do a little digging, whether it's you or someone in the comments. We'll do that. (laughs) To see how it's treated within the show, because it is, I think, interesting. Okay. Um, I'm not a Jewish person, though. And it's one of those things where it's like, I can't really speak to 
you know, the experience or how people feel about it, but I will do yeah. my best to find out how people felt about it. Maybe we'll, we'll bring Emma on and see how she feels about it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, everything he's doing, but even then, right. He's still, he's still kind of like getting past all that. Like, yeah. Cause she's like constantly shit testing her. He's like always kind of passing her shit. Mm-hmm. Test. Cause mm-hmm. she's like, Oh, you have sauce on your face. And he just like kisses her. He's like, now nah, you have sauce on your face. And yeah. she's just like, I love it. <laughs> And then uh, Samantha and Carrie are talking and Samantha's kind of like questioning what she did here. And then she's like, do you think Richard slept with those girls? And Carrie's like, no, I think they're just friends. Duh. Samantha knows, but why would you even ask that question in your head you know well you you think those girls are just coming to his house to play in his pool you think here's Mm -hmm. like now right in general women like that can probably get things out of rich men without having to do anything but we know richard is not one of those kind of men he fucking loves sex yeah he's not gonna let you he's not gonna let these women like take advantage of him Mm -hmm. and not be getting anything out of it yeah so the fact that you even asked that you already knew the answer yeah you knew the answer you knew that because it took you forever you were so reluctant to even get in a relationship with him because of mm-hmm. who he was so you yeah. know he yeah. hit all that you know what happened he probably yeah. had them all at the same time what are you talking about mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but burger arrives at the party and goes off with carrie and they're they're sitting on the grass somewhere it's very cute and they're talking he's and he's talking about his ex and like this garden she put in there like mm-hmm. i guess in the hamptons house and and it's like a sad he's like it's just a sad reminder he's like kind of joking but then carrie just sort of unloads about like her breakup with aiden and like mm-hmm. they didn't hurt each other enough the first time so they did it again and moving in and moving out and she blew well, just word vomit all she over word vomited, but she conveniently left out the uh, i cheated on him she sure left that part she out left that shit out she said we yeah. hurt each other we didn't we hurt, hurt each other we didn't hurt each other enough i'm ah, sorry who's the we Who's the we? Who is the we? I'm pretty sure. Even somewhat of a bad guy was like the second time when you came sniffing around again. He was like kind of a dick to you. Yeah, that was like the only time. Understandably so. Understandably so. Yeah, it wasn't even like he was trying to be mean. It was really more of a defense mechanism. Yeah. Yes, he's like I gotta kind of test this bitch because she broke my heart round one. Yeah, the only criminal there was is all of five foot two. Yeah. And wearing fancy shoes all the time. And it's you, Carrie. Yeah. It's you. Yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah. she, so she leaves that part out and worried vomits all over Burger. And he, and he goes from kind of chuckling at it to looking like more and more scared <laughs> until he just gets up and leaves. Damn near wrecking his bike to get the fuck Dang, out of there. Can barely get it started and is like struggling to pull away. And it's like, I gotta, I gotta go. Bye. Yeah. I was like, did she just talk herself out of some dick? I think, I she, think did. she did. She might be the first woman in the history has ever talked herself out of gigs. Possibly. <laughs> I don't think any woman's ever been able to do that. Yeah. Uh, so back at the party, Samantha's in the kitchen. Where with the these bimbo girls and they're like going through the fridge and annoying her and she's like you know I paid for everything at this party yeah you know except for your boobs haha and they're like well maybe if you had bigger boobs you'd still be with Richard and they they laugh at her and she gets mad and throws a cantaloupe at them which breaks a window in Richard's house I'm not gonna front though uh was she already being catty with them yes but. They were also being oh, it's a mutual super yeah. rude. They were being yeah. super rude from the get go. Like the fact that they even showed up, she was like, 
I have the house for the weekend. Yeah. Like, I'm having a party. Y'all mm-hmm. can't come. Or like, they're just like, no, we're going to do whatever we want. We're going to be, yeah, we'll be gone by then. And then they didn't leave the party. Yeah. And then on top of that, you're not even invited to the party and you're just going to dine on the, mm-hmm. the food and the drinks. So first of all, her throwing a cantaloupe was mild because I'd have beat their asses and throw them <laughs> the fuck out. What are you talking about? I'd have had, yeah. matter of fact, I would have had the cops called. I know. I'm like surprised Samantha didn't arrest them, but I think it would have like led to like a bunch of complications because it's not Samantha's house either. So she's probably no, it's not. But I called the cops. I mean, she could have because technically she did have the house for the weekend mm-hmm. and like she could call Richard and be like, hey, he said I have his house. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, and Richard would have, he would have sided with her anyway. Like, at the yeah, end of the day, probably. Like, he's still a good enough guy to be like, yeah, I told her she could have the house. They're technically should not be there. Yeah. You know, yeah. Shit like that. But she's, I don't know if she's <laughs> going to have to pay for that window, though. <laughs> yep. That she broke because she definitely threw the shit out of that cantaloupe. Oh, yeah. Uh, so the next day, Stanford and Marcus are watching Brady while Miranda and Carrie have some brunch. And Carrie tells Miranda about Burger's hasty exit. She's like, "I revealed a little too much too soon," and and she blames the butterflies, but she uses the other phrase that I hate. No, nope, you're gonna say it, Elizabeth. You say yeah, it. What is you? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the last time we hear it, other than like I think it is the last time we hear fun it. Of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think, so. Thank God. <laughs> Man, I, I just wanted you to say it. Was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic! I love um, it. And she's kind of saying like Bitsy inspired her to maybe sort of settle, but like I think she's missing that Bitsy seems really happy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with Nathan yeah. Lane. Yeah, she does. I mean, honestly, at, at first, you know, the, the beginning of this episode, I was kind of, you know, skeptical about it too. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after seeing them at the party and things of that nature, I was like, oh, this, this might be yeah. a legit relationship. Like Marcus said, like he makes her laugh. Like it, it's, you know, people have, you know, it's been joked about where it's like, uh, you know, and even Miranda's like, I'd marry Steve if he was gay because that would make, you know, their life easier. Because I, I think yeah, it's maybe actually. just, a societal like push that women have had more is like you want like a everybody wants a companion though I don't want to say mm-hmm. that but but like there's always a, a I, I feel like you're generalizing I don't want to overstep but like no say it Just gay say it. like gay men interest really stereotypical like what mm-hmm. you can generally consider like gay men interest and women interests overlap a lot like you know theater or movies or like just those kind of things tend to overlap um and so oh, you want to sure. be like, with someone who enjoys those type of things because yeah. sometimes you get girl you know girls or women who are with guys who like guys straight guys treat everything that women like in a lot of ways like it's stupid and frivolous and bad That's and fair. and that and that even just outside of relationships it happens like people are always like now like is some of this stuff silly and goofy and stupid of course but like you know like tw- twilight and things like that are treated like crap because it's something that teen girls liked and for what for you know misogynistic reasons things that women are into are generally treated as like a less than thing like it's not as worthwhile but then but what always but people pointed out and i'm not the first person to say this like how many middle-aged men do you know who are obsessed with the beatles well guess who fucking launched them to mega heights teenage girls that's who was obsessed with them 
you know, sort of initially it pushed that mania forward to make them so widespread that everybody could get into them. Yeah. You know, it's that kind of thing, but it's really the, the, you know, well, the girls don't understand the music though. They're not like into it that way. Like, that's that, and you get that crap. So it, I, I could get wanting to be with like a gay guy who had your similar interests because sure. hopefully like I'm trying to find a straight guy who has my similar interests. And I don't need them to be a hundred percent. Right. Like sometimes there'll be things like I'm just not into or vice versa, yeah. but you know, to not have someone write off your interests as stupid or lame or useless or pointless is like a big deal. And I think that's maybe a little bit what Mitzi's getting out of this deal among, yeah. among other things. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, you know, uh, gay or not, I mean, he's like kind of a, an effeminate man. So like, yeah. And, you know, he loves, clearly loves musical. He loves Broadways and things of that nature. I mean, and like and he seems to and like and understand women, which I think yeah. is what women are craving. And like, obviously, like, sexual attraction is a big thing. So like, maybe you're not sexually attracted to like your gay friend, but like you can love them to death because they have the similar interests you do that like maybe your straight male partner doesn't. And so that that happens a lot yeah and there's companionship in that too right exactly it's the companionship that's missing and that's where you run into like why did you marry someone you didn't like you don't like anything about them you don't like anything they do or are interested in like how can you be with someone who like you don't have like any shared interest you know beyond a certain thing like my my brother and sister-in-law have different interests but like they have a lot of big important shared ones they love like all the fantasy stuff they like to play D together you know it's oh nice it's like that's i'm like that's adorable that's really yeah. sweet like and that's a long-term companion thing because it's like it's not like they're like, getting horned up at the D table it's like we're friends and we're playing dungeons and dragons together it's less than i was saying anything yeah. like that about i don't my, think anyone i don't think anyone's ever gotten horned up at the you'd be surprised that's correct you're you right i probably surprised. i probably would i probably would be you're right you're damn right mm-hmm. <laughs> um but yeah so <sighs> anyway they uh carrie does compliment stanford on his boyfriend and finding marcus and how happy they are and stanford's like we haven't had sex in a really long time <laughs> yeah she's like relieved which is typical yeah, Carrie. she's like oh wait Gary. you don't have a perfect relationship great i feel better about myself Right, because then they then this this crew goes to this. Not wedding. like, oh, what's going on? What's like, what happened? Why have you guys have a sad? Yeah, just, she doesn't even follow up on. Just, it. just, yeah. just happy that your relationship is not as perfect as I want. I thought it was. Yeah. just happy for that. But yeah, this cynical ass crew goes to this wedding and they're cracking jokes during the vows the whole time. Um, and I think the the, the uh, Harry even gets a joke then in though, which obviously wins everybody over, which I think is really really cute. Yeah, and he makes a little like Bitsy Von muffling joke or something like that, yeah. and you can see like Miranda and Samantha kind of smile, and it's like, oh, it's it's good when when you, your friends like your guy, you know. Well, because it, I mean, at this I mean at this point, he had to start winning uh, brownie points with the girls because you could tell like something was forming. Mm-hmm. in the in their relationship between it wasn't just like sex and yeah you know, it's getting or whatever serious it's getting real yeah, it's yeah getting real. It's getting real yeah um and but the vows are sweet and they kind of you know forces everybody to realize that this couple whatever you think of them however you feel about them it's gonna they work. found something real with each yeah. other and yeah. they do close with a kiss and they make a snarky comment about like oh, <laughs> right but um 
at the reception, Harry comes up to Charlotte, is trying to lure her on the dance floor. It's so dorky, but it's so kind of charming. He's doing all these like dorky, like almost doing like the fish thing, like yeah. the fishing thing. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of endearing. And, and you know, Carrie and Miranda like him too. And and that's when they go out, he and Charlotte go on the dance floor and he does. By the way, he does clean up nicely. Like he, he looks does. Good like he looks that. good like, in he his looks, suit. He, he like does. He, you know. He put in some real effort to try to like, you yeah, know, look presentable for her. But that's when they get on the dance floor. That's when he they admit they're kind of pretty much falling for each other. But he's yeah. like, here's the hiccup: is I I have to marry a Jewish woman. Not gonna lie, I didn't see that coming. Like when she's like, I'm falling for you. He's like, I'm falling for you. But he's like, I'm Jewish, so mm-hmm. we really can't be together. I did not expect him to be the one to kind of drop the the this ain't really gonna work out bomb. Yeah, I mean? yeah. I thought that was gonna come from her, mm-hmm. which is. You know. It's a good reversal because it, yeah. you know, it kind of mm-hmm. goes with this whole yeah. episode. It's like they don't seem what they seem, you know what I mean? Yep. Uh so uh Miranda is at the table alone. We'll get to Karen in a second. Miranda's at the table alone and she sees some lilacs on the table and she's like, Should we give daddy a call? She's got baby Brady with her. And she goes to call him and tell him, oh, we miss you. But then she gets the voicemail and kind of stops and thinks better of it because she yeah. knows the relationship is already complicated enough as right. it is another fuck well, recently. And it's also like, it's like not even necessarily authentic that she misses him. It's kind of, she, I think she's just kind of like caught up in all the moments yeah, the romance yeah. of the wedding. And then she saw the lilacs and mm-hmm. they just had sex. Like it's yeah. not really like true feelings. It's just kind of yeah. a momentary fleeting things yeah for sure but then carrie's off eating cake and uh she's approached by nathan lane who's like can you believe this wedding <laughs> which makes me laugh because it just is a nice nod to him going i know what, you what y'all think. been saying yeah i know what y'all i'm been not saying. stupid yeah. like yeah yeah my ears work right and he's like i do love bitsy in case you were placing any bets on it you know like and, but he's very he's very gracious i have to say about it you know yeah it's, he he's he's calling he's calling her out but with like a wink and like a, i know what everybody thinks but to his credit he's like i don't care that's he what i was gonna say like that's what kind of made me like realize not not that that's that but like this that like kind of solidifies my think my thinking of this could actually be legit no matter mm-hmm. what it is because yeah. he just doesn't care he's like i know what everybody's been saying i know how i act i know how i mm-hmm. present myself mm-hmm. but this is what it is yeah. You can be happy for me or you can not. I don't care. You can not, and we're I don't care. Do yeah, we're still going to do the, what we're doing. Enjoy the cake. I'm going to exactly. go dance with my bride. And he does, yeah. and it's really nice. Yeah. And whom should arrive at the wedding? But one burger. He sort of is crashing, technically, but what do you call it? He gets there and he and she apologizes for basically oversharing and he, he's like, no, I, I rushed off a little fast and he, he was like, I realized I didn't want to do this and so she's sort of like, uh-oh. He's like, I realized we should date before we break up, which is pretty funny. Because they kind of did break up. I was kind of break up sure moment. Yeah. yeah, broke up without yeah. uh, before things even started, really. Yeah, um, 100%. But yeah, so he'll be around. Yeah, I mean, honestly, too, the, uh, it's so funny, too, man, because this interaction was probably the most awkward interaction they've ever had. Like, mm-hmm. him coming, showing up to the wedding and kind of being like, sorry about all that. Yeah. That was like, so it was like the, the only chink in the armor that was like the, the blossom of this relationship. It's just kind of funny because, yeah, like, literally all she did was just like talk too much about her ex. Yeah. <laughs> 
which he kind of did too you know what i mean he but did like, too he was filled all the stuff yeah. about like they had a garden together yeah. that was supposed to be for summer salads but now right. it's just like bitter lettuce because yeah. he's, they, they're broken up and he, and he can't even go in the garden yeah. that was like not an unintense bombshell to drop right and, you know i think she just was like ramblier and more intense yeah. and that yeah. like threw him for a loop yeah. <laughs> well and some of the stuff that she was saying was just like yeah. You know, because like honestly, too, it was also she was basically what all she was saying. You know, she was like, well, "Why do we even do this? And why should we even try?" Yada yada mm-hmm. yada. You know, mm-hmm. like that's kind of it's almost like telling him, like, "I don't even want to try this with you." Right? Like, yeah. Like, why would I even try point? dating? I got you know, we get hurt so bad. You know, right. what's the point? What's the point? And so then you go, yeah, like, what is the point? Maybe I want right. to date this person or, yeah. in, or in general, but certainly or not clearly this person. person ain't ready to date anyone. Yeah. You know. Yeah um but then you know we get the pondering of you know settling for settling down mm-hmm. just plain settling or refusing to settle for anything less than butterflies that's right they say butterflies because they you can't commit to their own stupid bit and what's the bit <laughs> i love that the way this is a very stupid way i say it kills you <laughs> That makes me so happy. Because I know the emotion behind it. That's why <laughs> I can really feel, I can really feel how, how you, you really don't like it. And making you say it just gives me pleasure. <laughs> happy to oblige. <laughs> and we had to end the episode with a nice big laugh. I, yeah. I, I appreciate it. So, <laughs> thank you for, thank you for inclining on my <laughs> So yeah, that's, um, uh what do you call it that's uh that's the episode season five season five is in the can we're we're on to season six next uh time um we're pre-taping this but fun fact this episode will air on halloween so happy spooky halloween to everybody listening on the day it premieres (laughs) do you have any halloween plans are you gonna be anything in particular you know i haven't thought about it but um i'll I'll figure out something i got a bunch of costumes in my closet yeah here an actor like yeah so I'll, I'll throw i'll throw i'll throw something together i'll figure it out uh as of the pre-tape i'm going to a thing on saturday like a jack-o'-lantern like walkthrough thing which is supposed to be very fun and oh, that sounds amazing. food trucks and booze in front so you can't go wrong with that um yeah. and then i don't know what i'm doing like halloween weekend mm-hmm. um the 29th is kind of the primo day and i don't have anything planned oh yeah but yeah, um you know it's uh, okay yeah. I, have a, I have a friend coming in town that night so she'll probably yeah. make me go do something i don't have any plans but she'll probably figure out some shit but uh whatever your halloween plans are or if you're listening to this far into the future when it's not even halloween at all uh hope you had a good halloween or depending on the timeline we'll we'll have another good halloween i'm just or, imagining or a ton of christmas or, or christmas or thanksgiving, thanksgiving or arbor or day whatever Year's flag day yeah Happy International Women's Day. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever whatever holiday you're enjoying, you know. Because the YouTube algorithm is weird, so you may... It is. You may may see this in a time when it's dead of summer. Right. Get it? Dead? (laughs) Because it's Halloween? (laughs) You can find me on the internet most easily (laughs) at Elizabeth Movies on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Where can they find you, Chris? You can find me on everything, all social media at Christopher T. Mac, as you see on the screen. And then you can find our show most easily on Instagram. You get to show me what podcast, all lowercase, all one word. And that'll take you to our Twitter, our Facebook, and our YouTube. 
And uh, as always, um, just in time for spooky Halloween season or any holiday of your choosing, our little Australia candles, promo code show me miss. 10% off. Enjoy some good smelling candles. Yeah, yeah once uh, Halloween's passed and we get start getting into the real, real like candle burning fall sense. Oh, yeah. You're, you're going to have a good time on. with these. We love them. Also, I just wanted to say this. I forgot to add this from the notes, but uh, <laughs> Samantha had the best insult for those women. She called them cocoa butter bitches. Yes. Oh, oh I'm so sorry I let that go by. Sorry. I just re- I was looking at my notes and I wrote it down. I was like, cocoa butter bitches. That yes. was fantastic. That, has, that insult has always stuck in my brain. It's so fucking funny. It's so good. Cocoa um, butter bitches. Cocoa butter bitches. It's but great. yes, make sure you get your candles. Make yes. sure you like and subscribe. Yes. Make sure you comment. You know what I'm saying? Even if you just say, hey, I like the show. Just comment yeah. something. You know, get the algorithm, get the algorithm going. Let me know if you hate Zazazu as much as I do. Say with that accent. Yeah, type that in the comments so we know you actually like the So we know you're listening. Hell yeah. All right. All right. See you next time. Beep.